The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hill knows that when we eat well, we live well. When we live well, we have rich, vibrant lives. By focusing our eating on properly prepared, nutrient-dense whole foods, Kelly Hill teaches us how easy eating well and living well can be. Now here's your host, Kelly Hill. Welcome to Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. I've said this from the beginning of the very first show. Optimal health comes from nutrient-dense whole foods. I would love it if everyone had the time and energy to create great home-cooked meals. But in today's society, that just isn't realistic for people. In the course of our busy day and lives, we may have to choose a processed food. So it's critical that we understand how to make the best choices because we really can't affect our health through our food choices. Today, I want to walk you through reading a nutrition label the ingredient list, and what that really means. Along the way, I'll tell you about easy, healthy meals and some healthy snack suggestions and how to bring this all together so that you can make it happen in your kitchen right now. Because, you know, we do need to eat well to live well. I'm going to give you a lot of information today. And I contemplated breaking it down into multiple segments, but it's really easier to get it all out there in one fell swoop, kind of like ripping off a Band-Aid. It's easier all at once. Uh, but I know this can be a little overwhelming. I, I've seen my clients' eyes when we go along on this discussion. They begin to glaze over at me again. So here are the two tips you need to get the most out of today's show. One, download this episode on iTunes or from my website, therightnutritionplan.com, and go through the pieces individually. It's too tough to try and remember all this information at one time, and you'll want to go back and reference the pieces. I promise. Two, don't try to make all these changes at once. What I'll be talking about today may take years to fully incorporate into your life, and that's fine. Don't feel overwhelmed by that or, or scared that we're talking about these huge pieces. Finding your path to optimal health for most people isn't a race. It's a journey and a journey I want you to enjoy. With these two steps in mind, we can get started discussing processed foods. I want to reiterate first, though, that your best choices are nutrient-dense whole foods as close to their natural state as possible. And we're going to cover a little bit more about that toward the end of the program today. But this episode is not permission to ignore that most important fundamental piece regarding your health. 
processed foods tend to be high in calories, high in sodium, have lots of added sugars and bad fats while being very low in natural vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, and enzymes that our bodies need. Plus, they frequently contain harmful toxins and unnecessary additives in order to restore the lost flavors, textures, and nutrients. The more processing and handling food gets, the more contaminated it becomes. But I'm a realist, and I understand that when you're in a rush, you may need to purchase a packaged product. And I want you to be able to make the best choice. The majority of the information you're looking for is going to be found on the nutrition facts label and the ingredients list. But we can quickly toss out some packaged products just by looking at the front of the package. Now this is going to save you further investigation and make better use of your time because you're going to be able to just kind of scan through while you're standing right there in the aisle. Skip anything that says fortified, enriched, added, extra, plus. All those mean that the important nutrients have been removed through processing and synthetic vitamins have been added. We want to stick with, again, the closest we can to a nutrient-dense whole food, the least processed that we can find. Now, don't get sucked in by words that you do see on the package that may, that they try to make it seem like the product is healthier. For example, the word, the word natural does not guarantee healthy. The manufacturer may have started with a natural ingredient, but the, by the time the processing is done, it may not resemble anything that's natural. The label may have statements like natural flavors, all natural ingredients, uh, made with real fruit, no preservatives. None of those mean the product is good for you. In fact, natural flavors may be harmful additives. The manufacturers are hoping you'll assume these words are healthy and that this is a healthy natural product. But if you read the list of ingredients, you may not find it's true. That's why I said you're going to look at two places first and foremost, nutrition facts and the ingredients list. But right now you can just, you can at least identify better choices by just scanning the products as you walk by. Natural doesn't necessarily equal healthy. I mean, let's be honest, cocaine is a natural product and I wouldn't choose to consume that just because it's natural either. So we have to we have to keep looking. This okay, the same thing goes true holds true for me when we talk about claims like sugar-free, low-fat or fat-free. Paying attention to the amount of added sugars in our diets and the types of fats is definitely critical to our health. But products processed to remove sugar or fat usually compensate with other unhealthy ingredients. Sugar-free foods usually contain artificial sweeteners. The fact that artificial is in the name should tell you right away, I'm not going to like it. Artificial sweeteners are two to 700 times, 200 to 700 times as sweet as sugar. This causes our taste buds to be adulterated. It increases cravings for sweet and fatty foods, as well as it can cause havoc to our body's sugar handling mechanism. 
I've written multiple articles about the various types of artificial sweeteners, so I, I'm not going to go into that today. If you want more information about the health implications of artificial sweeteners, check my website, therightnutritionplan.com. The words fat-free and low-fat, are hailed, they were hailed in the late 1980s as healthy, but now we know that manufacturers usually compensated with unhealthy ingredients, chemicals, added sugars, artificial sweeteners. Plus, they seldom have fewer calories than the real products. If you're just joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill, we're discussing how to read nutrition labels. Remember, you can hear this show as well as past episodes anytime, anywhere by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. You can also download the free Voice America app to make it easy to listen wherever you are. Remember, you can receive nutrition tips for free each week by signing up at therightnutritionplan.com. So, now you've given the product a quick once-over look. Next, if you find ones that seem like you, you want to further investigate, look at the Nutrition Facts label. It has a lot of information. If you're counting calories, fat, sodium, carbohydrates, sugar, and much more, the basic breakdown is on the Nutrition Facts label. When we're eating nutrient-dense whole foods, there aren't really limitations to the amounts of food we can eat because you don't have to count calories or fat grams and seldom even sugars because you won't be adding sugar to your food. But when we're purchasing packaged products, we need to pay attention to at least three major areas of concern related to your health. The portion size, trans fats, and grams of sugar. Start with the serving size which will be at the top of the Nutrition Facts label. This is where you're going to understand the portion size. If you're concerned about portion control, I have a free video and handout uh, on my website, therightnutritionplan.com, that will show you what proper portion sizing looks like. But on packaged products, we need to look at what the label says is one serving. Manufacturers may produce drinks and foods in packages that are more than one serving, even though people typically eat or drink the entire package. For example, a 12-ounce can of Coca-Cola is one serving, but a 20-ounce bottle of the same Coca-Cola is two and a half servings, according to the label, even though most people think of a 20-ounce bottle as one serving. And if you don't look at the serving size, the calories, carbohydrates, and grams of fat, or I'm sorry, grams of sugar, are less according to the 20-ounce bottle's label because the serving size is actually smaller. They're using an 8-ounce serving versus the 12-ounce serving of the same product in the can. Just make sure you're comparing like serving sizes between products that you're and that you're basing the information on what you will actually be consuming. Next, look at the line labeled trans fats. No amount of trans fats is acceptable. So if there's any number listed, find a different brand without trans fats. But even if the label says zero, check the ingredients. In the United States, it can be labeled zero and still have trans fats as long as the amount in the product 
is less than one half of a gram of fat per serving. Again, it's that tricky serving size thing. Manufacturers may decrease their serving size in order to label the product as having no trans fats, but in actuality, there are trans fats. If the label says zero, you still have to check the ingredients list. If the words hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated are anywhere in the ingredients list, the product contains trans fats. Find a different brand. For more information about types of fats and why we want to eliminate trans fats for our health, listen to the January 13, 2013 Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill show or watch my trans fat video on the website, therightnutritionplan.com. Okay. The net, you know, actually, before we get to sugar grams, let's let's take a quick break. We've been discussing what to look for on a packaged product. If you end up needing to purchase a pa- packaged product, a processed item, please feel free to connect with me on Twitter or Facebook at the Right Plan, or email me at Eat Well to Live Well at the Right Plan. Don't forget that you can catch this show at your convenience. That means you can listen while you're at the gym, driving around, before bed, anytime by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listening on my website, therightnutritionplan.com, where you can also become a member for only a dollar and receive similar nutrition coaching through weekly videos, recipes, articles, forums, as well as Q&A support, or just sign up for the free weekly nutrition tips. We'll be right back to continue this discussion about processed foods by finishing up the nutrition label. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. Want energy all day? Ready to lose fat without feeling deprived? Tired of complicated weight loss programs? Wish there was a way to lose weight without processed and unnatural food? It's time to jumpstart your metabolism in a healthy way, the Kelly Hill way. This easy-to-follow two-week fat loss program has a 100% success rate to date. It creates and maintains overall health while reducing fat. You'll have more energy, think clearer, feel better, and have lost fat. All while following the two-week menu plan of simple recipes that use real, natural food and include healthy tips for every meal. The two-week fat loss program is a clear, easy-to-follow plan that will help anyone get back on the road to optimal health. Order the Right Plan Nutritional Counseling two-week fat loss program today at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Cleanse and detoxify your body. 28 Days to Better Health Using Nutrient-Dense Whole Foods is the hot new book written by Kelly Hill. We're inundated daily with toxic compounds in our food, water, air, even our own metabolic process. In this new book, Kelly leads us on that 28-day journey to better health using real, natural food. Experience with over 60 recipes to choose from. This is a cleanse that won't leave you bored. And while your taste buds are happy, you'll benefit from increased energy levels, an improved digestive system, a decrease in food sensitivities and cravings, minimizing aches, pains, and allergies. Begin your 28-day journey to better health and nutrition today by ordering your copy of Cleanse and Detoxify Your Body at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Rightplannutrition.com slash book. 
You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. If you have a question for Kelly, you can email her at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Now let's get back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Today we've been talking about when we get stuck and need to choose a packaged food, what to look for on the label to make sure it's the healthiest choice. We were discussing the nutrition label, uh, and we talked about the fact that you want to make sure you're paying attention to the serving size and the trans fat. Now, the third one I told you you have to make sure you look at is the, the next line that you want to pay attention to, everyone wants to pay attention to, is the sugar grams. When it comes to sugar, you have to do some math. Now, four grams of sugar is equal to one teaspoon of sugar. So let's use a 16-ounce Coca-Cola as an example. I'm not trying to pick on Coke here. It's just that that's a product most everyone knows, and it's very visual. You can visualize it. So a 16-ounce drink, which, by the way, is considered a small at fast food restaurants, has 54 grams of carbohydrate all of which are sugar. Now divide the 54 grams by four to learn that this is 13 and a half teaspoons of sugar. And then remember to multiply that by the number of servings you're drinking. Now ask yourself, is this small Coca-Cola really worth 13 and a half teaspoons of sugar? I mean, you wouldn't just suck down water with over a quarter of a cup of sugar stirred into it, would you? That would be disgusting, but it's really no different. Now, I covered all about sugar on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill on October 28, 2013. If you missed that episode, I really recommend you download the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. I walk through what's really happening in your body when you consume excess added sugars. I also have videos and handouts for free on my website. Now, one last thing uh, about sugar before I move on. According to the American Heart Association, the maximum amount of added sugars you should eat in a day depends on your gender. For men, it's 150 calories per day, which is 37.5 grams or 9 teaspoons. For women, it's 100 calories per day, which is 25 grams or 6 teaspoons. For a female, that 16-ounce Coca-Cola is more than two days worth of added sugar. It's easy to see how processed foods can end up creating very poor health for us. So now we've got got the the quick look-through done. We've looked at the nutrition facts label. The next step in determining which processed foods are most nutritious or more nutritious, I guess we should say, is to read the ingredients list. This is really the most important piece I want you to pay attention to. This is where we really find out what is in our food. Finding the ingredient list on the label and reading them can often be a challenge in and of itself. I mean, the list may be hidden under a flap, printed in a crease or or written in very tiny print where you need a magnifying glass to read it. But find it. Here's the real info you need. Ingredients are listed in order from the greatest weight in the product to the least. 
So usually the fewer the ingredients, the better. If there's a long list of words that you can't pronounce or don't know what they are, leave that item on the shelf. So in that same 16-ounce Coke with more than two days' worth of added sugars for a woman, we also have high-fructose corn syrup, caramel color, and something called natural flavors. And this is an interesting term, natural flavors or natural flavorings. So this is an ingredient whose purpose is to add flavor to a food rather than nutritional value. It can be chemically extracted and processed with any number of other food additives, which aren't required to be listed on the label. Really, we don't know what it is. So we don't know if it's genetically modified. We don't know if it may be harmful. We don't know if it may include an allergen. Um, From my perspective, it's a big red flag. It's important to make informed choices about the foods you purchase. There are more than 3,000 different chemicals purposely added to our foods. The companies that create the chemicals or, or want to add these chemicals to a product are the ones generally responsible for testing their safety. Now, not to get too political here, but the FDA and USDA are tasked with the responsibility to determine the overall safety of the nation's food supply, not to make judgments on the product's relative merits. At some point in history, we put our trust in these parts of the government to tell us what foods are safe, but there's no requirement to tell us if these foods are healthy. And we, the people of the United States, don't have big lobby groups with disposable income or billions to spend on marketing to help make political decisions. The FDA classifies additives as GRAS, G-R-A-S generally recognized as safe based on the additive's ability to cause cancer and harmful reproductive effects. But many known carcinogens, like sodium nitrates, which are in almost all processed meats, are considered gross, that's generally recognized as safe, even though the World Cancer Research Fund reviewed more than 7,000 clinical studies covering links between diet and cancer, and proclaim that consumers should stop buying and eating all processed conventional meat products for the rest of their lives. Add that to the fact that additives once identified as gross, generally recognized as safe, have been removed from the list after they were found to be harmful. So from my perspective, it's highly likely that additives currently considered safe may be banned in the future. If you're just joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well, we're discussing the importance of reading nutrition labels. If you missed any part of the show or just want to catch up on past episodes, download the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. And don't forget to enter this month's free giveaway from Ticino, America's number one coffee alternative. Ten lucky listeners will receive free VIP sampler packages. Enter to win at therightnutritionplan.com. Just click on the giveaway link on the right-hand side under Quick Links. While on the website, you can sign up for free weekly nutrition tips sent directly to your email box. 
Okay, so back to additives. I know I'm a little bit on a soapbox here, but even if all the food additives were safe individually, it's rare that a food only has one additive. Testing that has been completed is for just one additive, not for combinations of additives. So nobody really knows the effects. We don't know what's happening to our bodies when we consume numerous different additives in a variety of different products or the cumulative effect of these additives over time. So when you're reading the ingredients list, look at the number of additives, both artificial and those highlighted as natural. Choose the product with the fewest additives. Now, one of the additives that has come under fire at various times are artificial colorings. If you see any colors with a number after it on the ingredient list, I'd recommend skipping it. Many products have multiple artificial colored numbers. Before my son could read, this was one of the ways I got him looking at ingredient lists and understanding that we read the list to identify what is in our food so we can be healthy. He might not have been able to read and or identify the word, say, yellow, but if it had a number after the word, he knew we weren't adding it to the grocery basket. Interestingly, all these years later, he still teaches other kids to look for what we call colored numbers in order to make better choices. So look for those, but remember, also check the ingredient list for trans fats by the names of hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated. You can pick up a handout on my website of the current 100 or so names for added sugars, so you can look for those on the ingredient list as well. Okay, a few other things to look for on the ingredient list. If it's made from any grain, check that it's from a whole grain. Healthy-sounding words like multi-grain may still be processed, refined flours from just a bunch of different grains. We want to eat whole grains because most of the phytonutrients are found in or immediately under the outer fibrous layer of the grain of the grains. Processing removes this phytonutrient-rich outermost layer of the plant food. So look for the word whole, W-H-O-L-E, before the word grain to ensure you're getting a whole grain product. Or it should read 100% whole grain. Now, if you're considering juice, don't go with fruit juice or fruit cocktails. These don't have to include any real fruit or juice and usually have lots of added refined sugar and colorings. Look for 100% fruit juice or consider making your own juice. On the Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill episode on December 23rd, 2013, Karen Brooks of In-Home Wellness Solutions talked about the nutritional benefits of juicing. It seemed so easy that I had her visit my office and we filmed six videos together to help you understand how to create healthy juice economically. These videos are available on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. We need to take a short break, but get more details on label reading at my website, therightnutritionplan.com, where you're going to find articles, videos, handouts, all of that's for free. Also, remember, you can sign up for free weekly nutrition tips on the website as well. We'll continue discussing processed food when we return. 
You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. Better than an apple a day? An online membership to the right plan. With an on-the-go lifestyle, it can be hard to make our nutrition a priority. Kelly Hill was there. That's why the Right Plan Nutrition Online Membership was formed. Over the years, Kelly's worked on solutions that can make health and nutrition decisions easier, saving time and money. Find hundreds of fun, fast, exciting, healthy recipes for the family that everyone will love. A new recipe with video tutorial each month so you fully understand how to make what are sure to become your family's favorite foods. Great research on biased articles on nutrition, encouragement through the success stories of others, weekly support emails to help you continue reaching your goals, and so much more. Membership has its benefits. And with the Right Play Nutrition Online Membership, the benefit is more time to spend with a healthier you and healthier family. Become a member today at therightnutritionplan.com slash membership. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and right plan. Rightnutritionplan.com. Not only can you learn about new and fascinating nutritional products at therightnutritionplan.com, but you can win them too. Every month, The Right Plan features a nutritional or innovative product, like the ECO Lunchbox, pumpkin seed butter and pumpkin protein powder, fudge sauce from Wax Orchards, Zorba's handcrafted raw chocolates, coconut oil, and so much more. And every month, one lucky visitor will win the product to try themselves. It's easy to enter. Just visit therightnutritionplan.com slash giveaway. After you've entered the giveaway, check out some of Kelly's delicious recipes that not only will please your taste buds, but your waistline and health as well. At therightnutritionplan.com, you'll learn more about all the wonderful nutritious options that are available to you and your family. Remember, everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose in the right plan. Rightnutritionplan.com slash giveaway. This is Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. Have a question for Kelly? You can email her at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Now back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. So uh, the next thing I want you to pay attention to, uh, another item to look for on the label is GMO-free. GMO stands for Genetically Modified Organisms. This is a passionate area for people regarding health. I've covered this before on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. And if you want more information, listen to the episode from October 21st, 2013, when Sandra Lee walked us through the science behind GMOs. From a labeling perspective, though, that's what we're talking about here. If you're eating in the United States and you're not eating 100% organic, you're probably eating some genetically modified foods. GMOs have been in the U.S. grocery store since 1994. There still have not been any long-term studies on the safety of eating genetically engineered food, so the effects on our health are unknown. So from my perspective, it's a big risk I'm not willing to take for myself or my family. Today, somewhere between 70 and 80% of all processed foods have some sort of genetic modification. There's enzymes in cheese, GMO feed given to animals that become our meat, poultry, or produce eggs and other byproducts which we consume, dairy with growth hormones, even honey may have genetically modified sources of pollen. The foods most commonly genetically modified are corn, soy, cottonseed, and canola, 
all of which are in many, many processed foods. So when you read the ingredients list, you'll see things like corn oil, corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup, vegetable oil, vegetable shortening, margarine, textured vegetable protein, soybean oil, soy lecithin, soy protein, soy isolate, cottonseed oil, maltodextrin, dextrose, lactic acid, and citric acid. Unless these are organic, it's most likely derived from genetically modified corn, soy, cotton, or canola. In the United States, genetically modified ingredients in packaged food are not required to be labeled. In Europe, Australia, Japan, and many other countries, GMO ingredients must be identified on the label. So if you live in the U.S., in order to avoid GMOs, you have to purchase organic or look for the non-GMO project label. This label uses third-party examinations to guarantee that all the ingredients are free of genetically modified organisms. They also have a smartphone app to help you or visit non-GMO project website at non-gmoproject.org to get a list of participating companies, or you can even download their shopper's guide. But remember, depending on the processed food, just being free of genetically modified foods doesn't mean it's healthy. If it's still packed with sugar, it's not going to be good for your health. Okay, so the non-GMO label is helpful if you're reading your labels, but not so helpful if you're purchasing the wonderful fresh fruit and vegetables I constantly talk about. So real quick, if you're avoiding GMO or trying to focus on purchasing organic in the produce section, just look at the barcode. If the number has four digits, it's conventionally grown. If the number has five digits and starts with an eight, it's genetically modified. If the number has five digits and starts with a nine, it's organically grown. Just pay attention to those stickers when you're grocery shopping outside of our, our packaged processed foods. Okay, so uh, let's see. What, with all, okay, with all this talk about processed foods, GMOs, additives, chemicals, and all that, I, I always have people say, well, everything's okay in mod- moderation, right? I'm not so sure about this. As I mentioned before, when it comes to additives in our foods, uh, they're tested individually, not together or cumulative. When we look at most of the processed foods, we find lots of chemicals that are disruptive to our bodies. Lots of refined carbohydrates, lots of added sugars, meats full of hormones and antibiotics, and foods with pesticides that can cause harm to our bodies because they don't belong in our body. So even eating a moderate amount of each of these can interfere with our immune system, endocrine system, neurological system, blood sugar handling, digestive system, can increase inflammation, and cause a whole host of other health problems. The EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, concluded in 1992 that Americans were exposed to 300 to 600 times, exposed to 300 to 600 times 
the acceptable levels of the toxic chemical dioxin every day in food and water. One more time, three to 600 times the acceptable level every day in food and water. Now, dioxin is a toxic chemical that is a byproduct of pesticides, herbicides, insecticides, and bactericides. So even when eating in moderation, it may still be too much. Now, you may, you may be thinking, this lady is crazy, and, and I understand that. So if you're just joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill, we're discussing how to identify the best choices when choosing packaged foods, and now we're going to get to how to make the most of the time in your kitchen. Remember, you can hear this show or past episodes anywhere. That means you can listen while you're at the gym, driving around, before bed, anytime by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listening on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. And don't forget to enter this month's exciting, great giveaway. Enter by clicking the giveaways link on the right-hand side under Quick Links. When you're on the website, don't forget to also sign up for the free weekly nutrition tips. Lots of free stuff at therightnutritionplan.com. Okay, so I, I know some of you are out there thinking this lady's crazy. It sounds like all processed foods are bad for me, and I don't know. I just don't have the time. I don't have the time to cook from scratch. Okay, I've got you covered here. Here's how you can streamline your efforts and maximize your productivity while not spending forever in the kitchen. First, clean out your freezer. You're going to need some space in there. Purchase several pint and quart size containers that you'll be putting back into the freezer with food in it. On your day off, plan all your meals and snacks for the week. If you need help, the steps as to how to do this efficiently, look on my website, therightnutritionplan.com, for step-by-step instructions. Now, the difference between wanting to be successful and being successful is planning for your success. So make your meal plan. From the meal plan, make your grocery list. Then hit the grocery store. You're going to save time by shopping just once a week with this plan. Take advantage of savings wherever possible. If frozen peas are on sale and you know you'll use them, purchase extra. When seasonal products are available in abundance, purchase extra and freeze them. In our household, we are just now finishing up the last couple bags of frozen strawberries from the summer, which was eight months ago. Do the same thing with fresh herbs. I mean, it's so frustrating to purchase a nice big bunch of cilantro and then find it yellowed, wilting, and slimy in the back corner of the refrigerator. When you first bring it home, chop it up real fine and place it in small containers in the freezer, and then you can portion out the tablespoon you need or teaspoon or whatever it is for a recipe as you need it. Next, depending on your lifestyle, make as many foods as possible when you return from the grocery store. Cook all your meals ahead for the whole week at the same time. One long session rather than being in the kitchen for each and every meal. This way you can gear up for it and think of it as an event, not a chore. Put on some music. Enjoy the day. Have a good time. Okay, while you're cooking, cook big portions. Then refrigerate and freeze the smaller quantities you need for the week. Make extra for lunches so you and, and make extra so that you can use it more than once in a week. Or, or make the extra and freeze them for the following week. And uh, look, you're already cutting time out for next week's to-do list. Make freezer bags of pre-cut vegetables with all the herbs and spices 
already in there. So you can just defrost them as they're needed during the week. I'm thinking full combinations here, including all the herbs and spices, okay? You can use these then, uh, you can add them to cooked meats for dinner, or you can use them for eggs with breakfast. I, I mean, it's, it's easy when you start planning it and working the plan. Portion out snacks and place in small containers. So you can just grab and go in the mornings. Grab your snack, hit the door, you're out there. Uh, prepare crockpot meals so you can eat and then have plenty of leftovers to use later. In the morning, just pull out what you need from the freezer, and in the evening, it's going to be ready to heat and eat. So uh, the other thing is I like a thermos container. You know, th- that way you can carry heated leftovers for lunch so you can have hot lunches available. Uh, when you do beans, cooked beans and grains, they freeze wonderfully. So make a big batch. You know, you don't do just what you need. Do enough for the month even. Cook your meats, especially if you get a great sale. You know, buy extra and, and, and cook them up or purchase family packs so the product is cheaper. I buy boneless uh, chicken breasts when I see them on sale. And I pound them out, cook them, and then place parchment or wax paper between the cooked pieces and freeze them to use later. And then I can, I can throw it together at dinner in just minutes this way. Being prepared will allow you to make nutrient-dense whole foods without being in the kitchen all day. Okay, well, we need to take a short break. We've been talking about how to get more nutrient-dense whole foods in your diet. Catch this entire show, as well as past episodes, by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listening on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. Or become a member at therightnutritionplan.com, and for only a dollar, you'll receive nutrition coaching through weekly videos, recipes, articles, forums, as well as Q&A support. Or just sign up to get that free weekly nutrition tips or and, and definitely enter to win the free giveaway each month. It's all happening at therightnutritionplan.com. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. We'll be right back. Here is your opportunity to create a vibrant new you. Join international radio talk show host Kelly Hill and women's natural health coach Michelle Greenman at the Vibrant New You Retreat. This retreat will empower you to make the changes you've been searching for and help lay in the foundation for living the life you want to live, the vibrant you. Located at the beautiful Ashland Springs Resort in Ashland, Oregon, this retreat will help you create a vibrant life by first constructing your perfect plan and setting your vision and creating accountability for yourself. Kelly and Michelle will help you conquer negative self-talk, find positive motivation, and teach you how to create more vibrancy in your life. The Lithia Ashland Springs Resort offers its guests free breakfast each morning, natural mineral waters with soaking tubs, and so much more. For more information about the Vibrant New You Retreat, visit therightnutritionplan.com slash retreat. This wonderful opportunity is only offered to a limited number of people. So visit therightnutritionplan.com slash retreat to reserve your seat today. Cleanse and detoxify your body. 28 Days to Better Health Using Nutrient-Dense Whole Foods is the hot new book written by Kelly Hill. We're inundated daily with toxic compounds in our food, water, air, even our own metabolic process. In this new book, Kelly leads us on that 28-day journey to better health using real, natural food. 
experience with over 60 recipes to choose from. This is a cleanse that won't leave you bored. And while your taste buds are happy, you'll benefit from increased energy levels, an improved digestive system, a decrease in food sensitivities and cravings, minimizing aches, pains, and allergies. Begin your 28-day journey to better health and nutrition today by ordering your copy of Cleanse and Detoxify Your Body at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Rightplannutrition.com slash book. Want energy all day? Ready to lose fat without feeling deprived? Tired of complicated weight loss programs? Wish there was a way to lose weight without processed and unnatural food? It's time to jumpstart your metabolism in a healthy way, the Kelly Hill way. This easy-to-follow two-week fat loss program has a 100% success rate to date. It creates and maintains overall health while reducing fat. You'll have more energy, think clearer, feel better, and have lost fat. All while following the two-week menu plan of simple recipes that use real, natural food and include healthy tips for every meal. The two-week fat loss program is a clear, easy-to-follow plan that will help anyone get back on the road to optimal health. Order the Right Plan Nutritional Counseling two-week fat loss program today at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. You're tuned in to Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. You can connect with the show by emailing Kelly at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Follow Kelly on Twitter at The Right Plan. Now back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Today, we've been talking about how to make the best choices when you get stuck and have to purchase a packaged product, as well as how to maximize your time in the kitchen and prioritize your health. Next week, I'm excited to introduce Lauren Fogelman, author of The Winning Point and founder of Expert Sports Performance. She's going to help us learn how to find the mindset we need in order to be successful. It doesn't matter whether you're trying to be a champion in sports or a champion of your own life. The techniques are the same, and Lauren's going to explain those techniques so you can find success. Now, I want to go back because um, we, you know, hopefully you no longer think I'm crazy <clears throat> and you're beginning to see how to create nutrient-dense whole foods in your own home. But I'm sure there's still some of you who are thinking, I just don't have time for that. Okay, you're right. You don't have time for everything you might want to do, which is why we prioritize. If you're listening to this, somewhere deep down, you know that your health needs to be a higher priority. And yes, that can be hard. Because we all have a lot of responsibilities. So let's change your perspective. When you think to yourself, I don't have time, change it to, it's not a priority. For example, when you think to yourself, I really want to plan healthy meals, it's just that I don't have time. Change it to, I really want to plan healthy meals, but healthy meals aren't a priority. Well, now, or how about, I'd like to eat healthier, but I don't have time to cook. Change it to, I'd love to eat healthier, but eating healthy isn't a priority. Oh, that changes things and puts, it, it makes us rethink our perspective. Now, on the good side, the same perspective change can be positive too. When you think, I'd like to have uh, a clean office, but I don't have the time. Change it to, I'd like to have a clean office, but cleaning isn't a priority. 
Now that's kind of liberating. This is why you will always find me in a somewhat messy office. It's just not where I choose to prioritize my time. It's not what we say is a priority in our lives, but what we actually do that becomes the priority. Make a list of your priorities. And I'm talking only the top three or four. Now be truthful with yourself, your friends, your family, and other commitments. It's not that you might not have time for them. It's just that your time is full with your focus priorities. It's a nice way to say no to people while keeping yourself on track. So saying I don't have time can sometimes be an excuse that keeps us from moving forward. Then we set our priorities and then we can feel overwhelmed or even guilty when we can't accomplish our goals. So rethink your perspective again. Instead of thinking I should, change it to I want. When you think I should, I should plan my meals, change it to I want to plan my meals. When you think I should make healthier meals, change it to I want to make healthier meals. Now your priorities are also your motivation and no longer a chore. When I hear a client tell me I don't have time, I listen very closely to what they tell me their days involve. One of the tricks I used to say is something like in, a, in passing, in the conversation, I'll say something like, oh, how's that cute young guy doing on American Idol? Or is that pretty lady still on Dancing with the Stars? Or how many acts are they down to on America's Got Talent? Something like that. If they can answer me, even though I have no idea who's on any of those shows, I just found the time they need. I get it. The television can be a release. But if you really want to make something a priority, then you have to switch up how you spend the time that you do have available. Move the TV into the kitchen and watch the show while you cook. I've done this myself when I really wanted to make special cookies for Christmas one year and watch a particular movie. Or record the show and reward yourself after you've completed your priorities. Don't allow I don't have time to define you. Rethink your perspective and prioritize for your health. Now, in the you know, so I, I but I want to go back. I want to reiterate that the best choices are nutrient dense whole food, as close to its natural state as possible. And this episode is not permission to ignore the importance of nutrient dense whole foods for your health. Processed foods tend to be high in calories, sodium, added sugars, bad fats, while very low in natural vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, and enzymes that our bodies need. Plus, they frequently contain harmful toxins and unnecessary additives in order to restore the lost flavors, textures, and nutrients. The more processing and handling the foods get, the more contaminant becomes. But when you do choose a packaged processed food, make sure you choose the best option. So a quick review. Check the front package to save time. Don't get sucked in by any of those false health claims. Check the nutrition facts label. Look at the portion size. If there's any grams of trans fat, how many grams of sugar there are. Read the ingredient list. Look for additives, preservatives, trans fats listed as hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated items, colorings, flavorings. Find the product with none of these if possible. Finally, look for GMO-free or organic. You'll most likely have to scan a few brands to find the best option. 
once you get in the habit, it's really pretty easy. And your body will thank you in the long run with better health and more energy, and it'll help you rethink your perspective. Okay, shoot, we're running out of time, and I want to leave you with a few positive thoughts and simple steps you can do now. So on my website, therightnutritionplan.com, I have healthy snack and meal videos from a quick tuna stuffed tomato or curry chicken salad for lunches to miso, nut dip, red pepper, hummus, slow cooker meals to desserts like chocolate, oak drops, and almond bars. Use these to plan your meals and snacks so you aren't going through drive-thrus, picking up takeout, or purchasing processed foods. I know you don't have time for everything, but please, more often than not, prioritize your health. When you do have to purchase a packaged product, follow the guidelines I talked about so that you can choose the healthiest. We've covered a lot of information in the segment, and you may feel a bit overwhelmed if you've hung in there this whole hour. That's okay. If you tried to make all these changes at once, it would be overwhelming and time-consuming and expensive and a nightmare. But that isn't necessary, and please don't try to do it all at once. It's taken our family a long time, years, to accomplish all these changes. There's no need for you to do it today. Start by swapping out just one to three products that you need to replace when you do next week's grocery list with a, and replace it with a healthier option. Take the time to read just one to three product labels each week. If you're shopping at a healthy food store... Um, then there won't be as many labels for you to read since they've eliminated the worst offenders from their grocery shelves. This is one of the reasons I recommend starting at these stores. You might pay a little more, but you won't be wasting as much time. It took me over an hour and a half one time to read all the bread labels at a traditional grocery store. This was interesting to me, but not so much for most people. So just evaluate your time and the number of products available looking to swap one to three items. After you've done this a while, you'll learn which brands your family prefers and are healthy. Truly, this is a never-ending process. I still check one to three products almost every week. There's always new products coming to the market. Smaller companies are getting purchased by larger companies. Companies change ingredients. I'm always amazed when I find out one of our family favorites has changed and now it's not healthy. But being diligent is our choice for optimal health because it's a never-ending battle. Once you find the brands you like, It may be cheaper to purchase in larger quantities or even over the internet. Most people find that after a few years of making these changes, their grocery bills are actually only about 10% higher with a difference being partially offset by a reduction in restaurant and convenience store bills. And it's also important to remember and recognize which foods need to be off limits in the beginning. I always ask clients what foods they can't give up. If they have one to three things they do not want to give up at the start, That's okay. Sometimes these are food items that are too important right then. But as time progresses, they get used to the changes. They see and feel better, have more energy, less aches and pains. These off-limits items disappear. You'll have more success if you don't try to give up everything right away or make all these changes at once. Finding your optimal health is a journey over your lifetime, not a sprint to some imaginary line. And I want you to enjoy that journey. Remember, though, processed foods aren't your best choice. The most nutritious parts are missing, and we want to stick with nutrient-dense whole foods that retain the vitamins, minerals, enzymes, and phytonutrients our bodies need. These are the best healthy foods available. But now you know how to make the best choices when you do choose to purchase a processed food. Remember to receive similar nutrition tips just like these 
each week for free, sign up with therightnutritionplan.com. And while you're there, sign up to win this month's exciting free giveaway. If you missed any part of the show, download the MP3 at iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. Tune in next week when Lauren Fogelman, author of The Winning Point and founder of Expert Sports Performance, will be here to help us unleash the courage to succeed. So join me every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. Because when you eat well, you live well. See you next week. Thank you for being a part of our show today. Live Well to Eat Well with Kelly Hill. You can listen to the program live every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Everything you eat has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.